welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. This is a recording of our DPI News and Notes show from May the 18th, 2021. To find more of our content, please follow us on Facebook at DPI Podcast and on Twitter at Disney Insights. Please enjoy the show after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hello, Disney friends. It's Matt with the DPI Podcast, and we are having another News and Notes uh, episode. It is Tuesday, May the 18th. Welcome to the month of May in Indianapolis. It's the first day with the cars on the Oval Track, and we have a big show because there was a lot of Disney news late in the week last week um, after the Tuesday show. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh... So we're going to talk a lot about what happened at the end of last week, some things that are were announced uh, the last couple of days, and I also have our good friend Peter from Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel with us tonight, and we are going to talk about some of the deals and some of the pricing for The Wish that will be sailing next next year. Yeah, I was about to say next week. But uh, with that being said, let's get Peter over on the show. So, Peter, how you doing? I uh, don't have a golf match tonight, so I'm here. Hey, 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 hey. So, so two things real quick. Um, thanks for being on the show. And um, Shannon already warned me that if if we, like, blab too long, that we're not allowed to do this anymore. Um, well, to be fair, I also need to pick my son up from swim practice in 38 minutes. So, <laughs> don't worry, Shannon. Brevity is my goal as well. <laughs> All right, so a lot of a lot of big news from the parks from Disney Cruise Line um, over the last few days. Huge news. Um, so let's start with the big one. On Friday night, Disney decided that they wanted to just completely drop the outdoor mask policies that they had in place at Walt Disney World. And it was kind of in response to a couple of things. The CDC guidance that came out last week, then the City of Orlando's guidance... And then Universal and SeaWorld came out really quick and said, we are changing our mask policies. Then Disney comes out and changes their mask policy. So why don't you uh, tell everybody kind of what the new policy entails? Okay, um, essentially, here's what you need to know. If you are indoors, unless you're sitting down at a restaurant to eat, obviously, because that policy has been in place obviously you need to take your mask off at a sit-down restaurant um but basically if you are indoors or from the moment you enter the ride queue to the moment you leave the ride exit you need to have a mask on them um so now anywhere in the midway you know all of that stuff uh what used to be basically i would tell clients if you're moving a mask should be on was the old policy yeah. Is basically what I said. Um, so, it, you know, if you were stationary off to the side before in the midway and had it off, even if you weren't actively eating or drinking, a cast member wasn't really going to come running up to you to say anything. Um, it was once you became mobile. So what's nice now 
is uh, any of that time when you're not actively going onto a ride or in a shop or whatever else, uh, you can have your mask off walking around, which is an invited change. Uh, we are very, very excited now for when we go down there in a few months. Yeah, so, you know, we, we have a trip here coming up relatively soon. Summers in Florida are sticky, hot and sticky. Um, we were there in July. We were there the week that the parks opened last year. Um, just really, we wanted to be there when they opened. And then it turned into a, let's see how masks do, what kind of problems we run into. We both wear glasses. Um, masks are brutal with glasses on. Um, but past that, you know, when I came back, we talked about it and masks aren't unbearable. They, they, they really aren't. They're, they're an inconvenience, but they weren't unbearable at the parks, even when, um, during the summer. So it was, it was kind of, it was kind of nice to kind of get that past us and, 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 and kind of move on. But now that you don't need to wear the mask outdoors anymore, um, and, and again, you don't have to wear the mask if you don't want to. There's nobody that's going to say you can't wear a mask. Um, and I've already told, you know, my family that, hey, if you don't feel like you're safe or if people aren't giving you space, throw your mask back on. Make yourself feel safe. You know, it isn't a rule that you, as soon as you walk out the door, hey, the mask's got to come off and the cast members are come yell at you that the ma- you have a mask on. I mean, <laughs> they're not going to do it that way. So, um Definitely still keep your distance, keep yourself safe, keep your family safe. Um, and, you know, respect others is the biggest thing. You know, when it comes down to it, if you just respect other people, everybody's going to kind of be happy with you. So just kind of keep it with that. Um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, Universal and SeaWorld came out really quick. SeaWorld dropped masks everywhere. Basically said, if you feel safe without a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, which I thought was a, a, a big step, but when you think about, when you think about SeaWorld, a number of their things are outside. They don't have as much indoor outdoor movement as Disney World does, as Universal does. So SeaWorld's kind of a different animal, but, um, it's interesting to see them make that jump as quick as they did. And they did it in Orlando and in, with their park in Texas as well. So... Hey, nope. they didn't do it at the one in California. That's so weird. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So you know, big big change on the max mask policy. So if that was something that was kind of preventing you from going on a trip to Disney over the summer, it, it's really the outdoor part is gone now. So just other than some of the the queue lines that wrap around outdoors and that kind of thing. That's all you got to worry about it on. Here is my favorite aspect of this. I 100% am a rule follower. Hold on. My dog is messing with my dog. <laughs> yeah. His dog is attacking the room. Yeah, seriously. I don't know what was going on. But it was just that it was really annoying for me. Um, anyway, so the biggest thing that I'm excited about, because I am just a, a rule follower. That is just what I do. Um, I'm really just walking around the resort. That's the biggest thing for me. When we were there and I was wearing a mask as I walked around my resort, not coming in 
near anybody. I was like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want to be wearing a mask. Yeah, right yeah. This is dumb. I am still wearing a mask because I'm a rule follower, and this is just really dumb to me. Now, here's here's going to be my thing is you. It, this doesn't only pertain to the park. So if you are watching or if you haven't, you know, thought thought this through yet, um, it's also going to pertain to when you're in line for the Skyliner, when you're in line for your buses, that kind of stuff as well. So don't just t- try and take advantage of, oh, I'm outside and it's not a ride. Um, you're still in line with a bunch of people and it's it's about respecting the other people. Yeah, and uh, Matt, you, re- you brought up a really good point about... Uh... Uh, earlier pre-show, you, just the suddenness of it, they sort of like declared it at night that the next morning they, they weren't going to require masks as walking around. And uh, again, kind of piggybacking, I guess, on last week's show about just how Disney used to like, in X number of days, we're going to do this. And in X number of days, we're going to do this. And now it's just like, we're doing this, we're doing this. and Or they're not even announcing and there's sort of like, did you notice the change? <laughs> well, and I was I was going to bring that up in the next topic is what they didn't announce is so they they did away with masks on Saturday. On Sunday they did away with temperature checks, which yep. was an announced thing. We knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. But they started taking down all the plexiglass over the weekend as well. Yeah. In the ride vehicles, in the queue lines, all the plexiglass is coming down. Those are the kind of things that as a guest would concern me is, you know, you hear people going to the parks, our show, other shows talking about the safety measures that Disney's putting in place to make you feel safe. And then over the weekend, they drop 90% of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, And things like, you know, Kilimanjaro safaris, they started wrapping backstage the queue line to get people out of that midway. But I think that's to tackle a whole nother issue is they also are quietly raising capacity. Not so quietly if you're if you were on the investor call. Because Chapik flat out said, we got the go ahead and we have done it. Mm-hmm. But they made no announcement, but you could tell at the parks they were getting busier and busier and busier, and things aren't opening up fast enough for them to handle all the people they're bringing into the parks now. Yeah, I don't, it, to me, and on my end, I know it It just seemed like there were official announcements, and that's just because I'm on, like, you know, 48 different blogs and other listservs and travel agent emails and stuff like that. But yeah, essentially um, we're back to, I think we're right around maybe even over 50% capacity mm-hmm. now at all of these parks. And to your point, um, I don't, I don't know. Yes. It's an issue that Disney has to deal with, but I'm quite relieved because I did feel like my ride experience was diminished with how many rides, like living with the land is one of my favorite rides and they had these drop down plastic dividers. I'm like, this yeah. is dumb. Rise of the and resistance. It, if you're in yeah, the back rise row of rise of the resistance, of the resistance was, was terrible. If you're sitting in the back row of rise of the resistance, you're like, Oh, this is cool. Same with Mickey and Minnie runaway railway. You're like, okay, I'm looking up. I, I get sure plexiglass is see-through, but how many kid handprint smudges around there by the time you go on it at 3 PM? Yeah. You know, 
So um, I'm really, really excited to see those coming down. And I do think if you're not, you're having to wear a mask and the CDC has dropped the guideline down to three feet. And by this point, just again, I'm a high school science teacher and I have an advanced degree in, in biology. Um, at this point, in terms of the number of cases and the number of people who have had it, are vaccinated and all of those things, we are we are reaching what's known as the herd immunity threshold. So if you're sitting there going, oh, honestly, if you're wearing a mask, the chance of you coming in contact with a contagious person and you're wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask and it transmitting to you is now in the, you know, under, under 1%. So um, I'm happy to see the dividers going because I feel that, you know, obviously I've been vaccinated for over a month now, but if we're both wearing masks, like there's, there's no, uh, there's very little threat. Um, and, and Disney had to go sudden on it. I, I actually had this conversation on Thursday night with, um, with another travel agent of mine. We were talking about how Universal had dropped the mask mandate. I go, Disney's going to have to do it like immediately because otherwise everybody is just going to absolutely torch them that they're falling behind the others. Yeah. And sure enough, the next day they're like, we're dropping the mask. Well, and I, I think I think Disney Disney has set that precedent throughout the pan, pandemic that they've fallen behind the others. I mean, when you look at how they released their guidelines, it was after Universal released theirs, after SeaWorld released theirs. Um, even when you look at recently, Universal release says, hey, we're going to do Halloween Horror Nights. All of a sudden, here comes Boobash. Who, here comes Boobash, um, which is just... Oh, we're going to do the same thing we're doing at the parks right now with a few more lights, and we're going to put the characters in different costumes. You know, I really agree with what you said, but that's not going to stop me from buying tickets next month. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wholeheartedly agree with your sentiment on Boobash, but you know, I'm going to go to Boobash in October. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It is. Um, now, part of that, we talked about that on previous shows, part of that was a calculated risk by Disney. They wanted to let the others fail before they failed. Yeah. And so kind of here as well, um, I almost I almost feel like they're sort of knee-jerk reactioning now to be like, oh, look, we're doing what they're doing. But if it goes wrong, it was their idea. <laughs> All right, um, before we get to our next topic, Melissa Corbett Brokaw, thank you for liking the page this week. Um, again, to all of our followers, to everybody that watches the show, listens to the show, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Um, and let us know if you want to hear anything or have any topics for us that you want to see in the videos or on the show. Definitely um, open to suggestions and always, always love to hear from um, the people that we uh, are talking to. So, uh, so let's start moving around the world a little bit. Disney Wish uh, cruises went on sale yesterday for Platinum Castaway K members or Diamond, whatever the highest tier is. Platinum. Uh, and very quickly, the um, the Maiden Voyage cruise um, is not sold out, but you have to you got to spend to get on the, <laughs> on the boat now. Um, and the DVC cruise gone so the, the, those are the first two cruises uh, uh so i'm a dvc member now 
And I just, out of fun, called them when they opened yesterday. And the thing popped up and said, your estimated wait time is 400 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and and the other thing I heard about the cruise was it was 175 points per person yep. for a veranda room. Yeah. Um, well, first, okay, so something to understand there, cruises and DVC points are pretty crazy. Yeah. And I could say the same thing about standard hotels because I can use my DVC points to, like, book at Art of Animation or Pop Century or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm staying a week at spring break at Riviera and for the same amount of points, I could stay a week at spring break at Caribbean beach. Like that's, that's just, just to give you an idea for those of you that are a little bit more knowledgeable, like that's kind of the difference between booking an actual DVC earmarked room and like booking another type of accommodation so um the cruises are all kind of on that way but yes this was this was about 30 to 40 points higher for the wish cruises than um than the than other standard cruises and of course it depends on if you're looking at the three night or the four night or the five night now the the prices for the original prices for the the maiden voyage started at about nine thousand dollars for an inside room uh, or an ocean view room or whatever that that standard room is um and then the lowest concierge room at the time of release was thirteen thousand uh when I looked at it yesterday the the only concierge room that was left had to be had to have been the Moana two-story suite in the stack because it was $60,000. It was $58,913. Two-story room, though. Come on. It's bigger than my house. 1,966 square feet. Awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. I don't know if it's $60,000 of awesome. Uh, When money's not an object... People will buy it. I know, I know. Uh, I mean, they're letting DVC our Club Thirty Three members from all across the U.S. in the D- Disneyland's Club Thirty Three, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> so, Disney Wish is on sale. Uh, bookings are on sale. If you are a Castaway K member, definitely check those out. Um, general public, they go on sale on May the 27th for all of the cruises starting June the 9th of next year. Moving a little bit farther across the world, Disneyland Paris has a reopening date again. Um, It seems like Disneyland Paris has had reopening dates quite a few times. Um, But now it's June the 17th. And if it opens on June the 17th, it will be the first time All of the parks have been open since June the 20th, 2020. (laughs) It's, it's, it's really amazing to think of that, that, you know, at least one Disney park has been closed since January 20th, 2020. Is it just me or do you kind of hope the opening gets delayed three days? Just so it could be June the 20th. Yeah. So, so it could be a, a straight 18 months. Yeah, that would be cool. So, or it would be 17 months, but yeah. yeah. Close enough. Who's counting? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, good, good for Disneyland Paris. Too bad none of the countries around there are open to travel right now. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, Shannon and Amy, thank you for liking today's video. Um, glad you guys are watching. Hopefully we're entertaining tonight. Um, and I'm not in such a pissy mood like I was last week. <laughs> Why I'm here this week. I was like, oh, well, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so, so Peter, do you have anything else that's going on, uh, around the parks that you're, you're seeing? Boy, it just it just feels like every week there's just so much going on. Um, they not really um, outside of you know we've kind of talked about the boobash. Those tickets are set to go on sale. So if you are going in uh, September or October of this year and you would like to get in on the boobash, those tickets are expected to go on sale um, sometime next month. The date has not been officially released yet. Um, there are still deals available. Uh, if you're looking to still go this summer, um, there are still some deals available. Things are starting to start to shrink down and disappear. Um, lots of, lots of dates have very little availability as, uh, I was listening the other day, uh, basically the demand for Disney vacations is at or higher than it was pre-COVID yeah. um, right now. So tons and tons of people are wanting to go. And if you're one of those people, I would just encourage you to sooner rather than later, or it's not going to happen for you. Um, I just booked a client yesterday in November, and we ended up having to go to a good neighbor hotel because the lease the least expensive thing that we could get was a cabin at Fort Wilderness or a suite at Art of Animation for their dates. Wow. And it was like the beginning of November. So I'm thinking, this isn't even like peak time. Yeah. This is like between fall break and Thanksgiving, those first two weeks of November. Yeah, and 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 you know, as Peter alluded to, a lot of deals. So we still have the 30% deal that runs through July the 10th. Um, they've, they've tacked on another deal that's up to 25% off starting July 11th through September 29th on your hotel. Um, so a lot of deals out there. If you're overseas, which we do have surprisingly a lot of overseas listeners, um, your booking agencies in the UK are starting to release their their deals for 2022. Some of the deals that I saw were pretty cool. 14-day um, tickets for the price of 7-day tickets, $950 uh, dining credit, and $200 Disney gift card for use on site. Now, granted, um, in talking to some of my friends overseas, it costs an arm and a leg to fly over here. Um, one of them, we were talking about a trip that his family's taking family of four, similar to mine. Um, they are staying at pop century. It is $9,100 for five days. Um, because it's $6,000 in flights. I was going to say, they, but the Disney shave on that can't be the Disney side than what you would expect. No, the Disney side isn't bad, but the, the flight side is terrible terrible coming overseas so um just just interesting to talk to people from outside of the u.s on 
travel and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, the the only other thing that I saw, and I just I happened to see these laying here. If you're an annual pass holder, well, bye. No, no more magic bands. It's it's not like um, we don't have enough of them, but um, I, I kind of liked being able to get some of the different colors and that kind of stuff for free. Well, here's the, so I've been, most of my clients are still buying magic bands. The fact of the matter is the basic colors are only five bucks. So really at this point, Disney is just covering their cost versus handing it out for free. In my opinion, because those same ones are the, you know, $13 ones. If you go to the park and then most of the 20, $30 magic bands, you can get for 10 15 bucks. So they're still offering them at pretty great discounts. Yeah, we just um, spent $74 on Magic Bands for our trip. <laughs> oh, somebody got the $25 one. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's really not all that. I'm not upset about the $5 expense. And with the advent of Magic Mobile and being able to use your smartphone as your Magic Band, yeah, I can see why... Disney isn't just going to hand. You froze on a great, great look there, Peter. Looks like you're giving everybody a kiss. Where are you at? I think I lost Peter. Well, if he comes back, he comes back. But if not, um, yeah, the, the Magic Band thing isn't a huge deal, especially if you are an annual pass holder. You probably have... Um, 30 of them laying around anyway. Just make sure that they are active before you go to the park so you can check that on your Magic Band and Passes website. Um, so that is a picture of me on the other screen, which means that Peter is gone right now. So I am going to definitely get rid of that. And let's go to another screen. Hey, 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 hey. Mom, thanks for liking the podcast tonight. Um, If you joined us late, we talked about the new mask mandate that's going into effect at Walt Disney World that went into effect over the weekend. Um, We talked about the prices for the Disney Wish. We talked about Disneyland's reopening and some of the changes that are going on within the parks that, yeah, Disney's not really telling anybody, but we're seeing... Um, through our friends that are in the parks right now. Um, Peter just uh, just texted me and said, well, um, I guess that's a wrap. So, uh, so yeah, so he's, he's gone. So uh, thank you very much for watching tonight. If you do have any questions, comments, concerns, definitely try and find us um, on one of our social media accounts. I'm going to hit the outro. Hey, Peter from Princesses of the Mouse joined us tonight. If you are looking to book a trip, book with us um, at PATM Disney Travel or PATM Disney Travel.
Lots going on today um, in the past week over at Disney. Lots of changes to the mask policy. Definitely keep up with us on Facebook at DPI Podcast. Over on Twitter at Disney Insights. We will be posting and conversing with different people uh, throughout the weeks. And definitely a good place to find Thank you for watching, listening, or whatever you do. Uh, have a good week, and we will talk to you next Tuesday.